Hey, like he said, you got to stay fly in your uniform or whatever it is that you got on. Welcome back. And if you're new here, welcome. This is episode four, dress code and all. All right. Let me start off by saying if you are using Anchor and you see the circle with the two hands clapping, if you hear me say something funny or you hear something that you like or agree with, click it. Get your clap on. All right, so dress code or not, we're talking about students, teachers, and parents. Let me hit you hard with the statistics real quick. I'm going to hit you with the research, then I'm going to hit you with the ratchet. Okay, here we go. You guys, I had hit up the infamous teacher, Bay, um, who we were roommates at Alabama State. Both went to school for early childhood education cool person. I actually met her before we even got into our major. That is a story for another day. Has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. But she's a new mom. I asked her if she wanted to do the show. She said sure. Um, However, super busy. It's her summertime. It's our summertime. Y'all already know. However, I don't think she knew that my interviews were on the phone because she was going out of town. And I don't even think she's listened to my podcast yet because it's been out since May and I post it like every day, but it's cool. So, Miss Patrice Brown, if you're listening, darling, grace us with your presence. Maybe I can do an update and just let people know via social media, hey, I added her segment with my guest interviews. So... There's always that. Now let's get to the research. For real, for real. Article 1. School uniforms and bullying statistics you need to know. From OurFamilyWorld.com, the survey takes place in Jersey. I'm assuming because there's no date, the data has to be at least like 10 years worth of stuff. You'll see as I start giving you statistics. So, 28% of students surveyed reported that they had been bullied in the last six months, either verbally or physically. 28%. Okay, and what percentage of the rest of the students who something happened to them verbally or physically didn't didn't say something? Like, um, we can't catch everything as teachers. So, what students have been touched on or talked to? In a way that they didn't like and didn't tell anybody. Shit happens every day. 60% of 6th to ninth grade bullies went on to have at least one criminal conviction by age 24. The bullies that they identified. Hmm, 60%. Okay, so what are we doing for that 60% of I, that you identified? Now that we know this, how are we going to help those kids? What do we have in place to help... of the 6th and ninth grade identified bullies that we already know are going to get into some trouble before they even get to 25. That's not cool. Okay. Uh, School intervention programs, including uniforms, and I'm guessing like PBIS and stuff like that, reduced bullying from 30 to 50%. I feel like the uniforms is not the only component. So 30 to 50%, that's not even like a solid number. So what percentage of this data, I would think, is just what you what they think is the uniform 
to bullying policy ratio? Like, what percentage do you think affects that? Um, the next article I looked at is called School Uniforms Don't Stop Bullying. Came out in 2014 from the Olympian. It's a letter to the editor from a student named Caroline. She says, quote, teachers assume that if everyone wears the same thing, no one can make fun of each other for what they wear, period. Hold on, Caroline. We don't make the rules, honey. Teachers are not assuming that I'm pretty sure most of us are not voting for some of the things that children don't like because we don't like it either half of the time. I will start over and continue. Caroline says, quote, teachers assume that if everyone wears the same thing, no one can make fun of each other for what they wear. That may be true, but your clothes are not who you are. Uniforms can't hide your personality. Uniforms don't make everyone the same. They just make everyone look the same. Hmm. And that's from a student. Um, this next article is called The Link Between Teacher Dress and Student Decorum by Ruth Sternberg. Ruth Sternberg is in Maine. Her study involves teachers dressing like in different styles. And then she asked the students to rate the teacher's teaching ability simply by off how they look. So the type of things she asked were, is this teacher friendly? Do you think that you would learn from them? Like, do you think they're a good teacher? Do you think they're a fair grader? She says, quote, I basically found that students were accepting of how teachers dressed, except a teacher in blue jeans. Kids figured they would be friendlier, but not give much credibility. Unquote. Has society done that to us? Like, I thought... Clearly, jeans are not anybody's business anything unless you have a shirt with a logo of the business and the jeans and boots or something and everybody's wearing it. That then makes it a uniform. But I think we all know, like, people can't take you seriously in jeans. But that's in a different type of business setting. Like, School business, elementary school business, and corporate business, those are two totally different types of businesses. You, There should be some leniency in how you dress in school business, particularly, once again, elementary school business. But, I mean, this isn't even really about inappropriate dress. It's like a style thing. I know schools that I worked at where you could wear any type of school t-shirt you wanted to, jeans and sandals every single day there were no credibility issues there because everybody looked similar that was technically their damn uniform so society is still accepting many things however they're not accepting of teachers being human beings and trying to relate to them on their level and dress comfortably for the environment and still be relatable. Um, the article goes on to say, quote, what do kids perceive? My issue is that people look at you and they make perceptions right or wrong. Usually it is wrong. That's a reality of life. It's how people market products. So I tell teachers, how you dress, so shall you be perceived. And as you are perceived, so you shall be treated. Do y'all believe that? Because, baby, you won't treat me in any way that I will not allow. You can look at me and I can still be professionally dressed and you could feel away. 
You can perceive me however you want to perceive me. You have to be comfortable with your own teaching self in your classroom. I could wear a uniform every day, a professional uniform prescribed by the school, charter school, private school, whatever. But if you feel a way about my hair being fire red in the summertime, if you feel a way about my nails being long and loud and glittery, if you feel a way about me having tattoos across my chest and all over one arm, and not feel a way about my accomplishments with the reading and math for the district test from last May, having the highest um, scores in the grade level, or my three degrees on the wall, or my years of experience. I don't know what to tell you. That's part of the problem. You're part of the problem. So, the that's my background for... The basis of what I'm going to talk to my guests about today. We're talking about teachers, parents, and students. So, are y'all ready for this? I'm going to start off with a a Facebook group post. Do teachers really need to dress professionally? That was the question asked. And no, somebody actually did my homework for me, y'all. I found that in a group. And I'm going to give you some of the the best and the worst answers that I saw. Let go. TCC says, depends on your environment. When I worked in middle school, I wore tennis shoes. TR says, no, teach the kids. I liked her status. That's me all day. TS says, why, yes, they do, smiley face. ND, what's the definition of professionally? Absolutely. I need to know that. We need to define professionally and for what setting because, once again, like I just said, it's not it's not the same everywhere. School professional and corporate America business professional. No, I don't see that, especially not classroom teacher. Maybe superintendent, but not classroom teacher. K.A. says, I don't mind business casual, but I would love to wear sneakers. And B.R. replied to her and said, my principal would trip. We have to have a doctor's note for sneakers. I wear sneakers every day, and I've been wearing them every day for the past four years. Who wants chip toenail polish? Kindergartners will stand on your feet, and you could be looking at them and telling them to their face, you are standing on my toe. And they'd be like, oh, and still be standing on it. Like, no, it's for protection. Uh, TT says, I teach five and six-year-olds to find professional. Absolutely, once again. PR says, yes, you're setting an example for the kids. As much as I am setting an example for the kids, their parents set the first example for them, too. Let's keep that in mind. I'm not perfect. I'm just trying to figure out, like, why people want us to be these pillars of perfection for their children. But then treat us like shit for any type of human transgression. Somebody let me know. SSW says, nope. I would say on Mondays only. JC says, how are we defining professionally? We do have a lot of, quote, put the kids in uniform so they don't judge each other, unquote, to then judge teachers for sneakers and dockers. Hmm. AS says, absolutely. CT says, are we supposed to break up fights in our dress clothes? <laughs> well, are we? I've done it before. So I guess they don't care. RB says, big, fat, no, dress comfortably. 
Dr. K.H. says, I think teachers should dress appropriately to stand in front of kids, not professional. I think I agree with Dr. C.T. Depends on building culture. You would think that there's some guidelines to just creating an atmosphere where you will want to look and dress and do all those great things to promote all these great things in your building as a whole, like in the profession, not just in your building. But okay. CKA says yes and dress down Fridays. SAW says mixed feelings plus the high school I teach at has extremely long hallways and lots of stairs for almost 1,000 students. Also, the school is a turnaround school and there are extra hours built into the day. How long should I be wearing my dress shoes? Mm. I know a lot of us do Fitbit challenges and things like that. I, on a great day, in my classroom and in my school, I'm getting my 10,000 steps before I get home. So another reason to wear sneakers. EJ says, I think a pair of jeans with no holes and a shirt, maybe with the school logo, is acceptable. I teach elementary. I'm running after kids, breaking up fights on the playground, sitting on the floor or beanbags because we have flexible seating for elementary. So no. SGW says there should be an expectation that you aren't showing up to school looking like you just left the pole to come to your second job. I'm just saying. Yeah, I've talked to several people that have exclaimed how clubby some younger teachers may dress. I haven't seen that. I work with old people, I guess. (laughs) They could cut up too, but I don't know. SKL says, no, because half of the time we are at war. Hmm. I can't defend anyone dressed up. I have to, I have not worn shoes, those type of shoes to work in the last 10 of my 22 years teaching. Black sketchers have been my go-to. Rubber bottoms only. And JT says, we all need fatigues on these days. Since many schools have now gone to uniforms that's enough enough and it shows that we're all professional and part of a team i guess child it's funny but like in real life they're gonna think we we run the military school and doing all type of stuff to the kids that's unnecessary 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 to uh someone like the people who run the ethics department and we don't need no run-ins with those guys so Let me lead you into my guest interviews. I hope you enjoy. I'll be back talking to you for the wrap-up. Yay! This call is now being recorded. All right, and my next guest is Mrs. G. How you doing this this fine summer evening? Good evening. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm awesome. All right, so we know why we're talking today. We're talking about dress codes for everybody can you tell us about how long you've been teaching, what you teach, and about your school demographics? Well, I've been teaching for about 12 years on and off. I'm currently a special education and related teacher, so I teach grades K through 5. Um, the school that I work at, I would consider it a suburban. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, if you had to describe, like, like, I guess the easiest way for people to, like, identify uh, what the school is like. Would you say it's like a public school, a charter school? It's a public school, definitely a public school. 
do you happen to know what percentage? This is a weird question, but what percentage of your your uh, the students at your school receive free lunch? One hundred percent. Okay, so we're at a similar uh, demographic makeup there. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So, what is your school's dress code for students? We strictly enforce dress code. Occasionally, the children will have a jean day, depending on behavior or different incentives, but uh, dress code is strictly, strictly enforced by our principal. So, um, you know, the usual khaki black or navy bottoms and our school colors um, for the top. Um, you said it's very strictly enforced. So um, are they consistent with penalties, and what are the penalties if somebody comes uh, out of dress code? Okay, now this it's, it's a that's a little bit of a tricky question. Now, we are strict with penalties, and usually what will happen is um, if you don't come with a dress code, we will call your parents and or you will sit um, in the office with the office staff member, and so we can get you some more clothing or what have you. However, mm-hmm. due to our population, we realize that some people may have some issues. Maybe they can't wash clothes and mm-hmm. have a uniform. So we're a little lean, depending on the family situation. Right. And I definitely can identify with the with that. Uh, mm-hmm. I do. However, I have not worked in a place where there's a strict uh, dress code for students. Mm-hmm. You can say all day that this is what we're wearing, but then parents will ask you, uh, do y'all have dress down Friday? Absolutely not. Well, these no. kids have on regular clothes every time I come in here. Well, you asked me a question and I answered it. So, wow, so no, no, no. we don't play that. And we even have a we actually even have a store um, where they can go and they have points or they can earn some points oh, okay. where they can go and get um, they can they can go purchase a, a bottom or a top. Now that is something that I would that's a takeaway for me to take back to my site because. I think that our family dynamic is so fractured Mm -hmm. that we, like, literally, you could say, have a meeting, you can have pictures, you can tell them we're a uniform-only school, and it's not that they can't afford it. They just do what they want because there's no repercussions. Right. And And the attendance policy is just damn near thing, like, it's non-existent, so you don't want you don't want you if if you're already at a low school, you know I, I say this all the time. Mm-hmm. We're in the bottom five percent of the mm-hmm. state. Okay. So if you're teaching at a school like that, you want everybody to be there every day as long as they can be there. People that's coming late, you know, whatever. So Absolutely. dress code is not the first thing you're thinking about when you're trying to keep butts in seats and yeah. be uh, aware of what's going on in the classroom. That's but true. I'm definitely gonna bring that up. Even yes. if it's just on uh, the the level grade level that I teach, because that sometimes that's how I feel. Like I can't even just take things to the to the top because people don't listen. So it might be something that I have to try with uh, my grade level, maybe. Started with that, and, and then somebody <laughs> else will take the credit for it because that's how we roll. That's how they do. Yeah, all right. So also, so also what we do too really quickly is. Every time, like a child goes to the next grade, and everything is with everything is in the center. You know, that's just life period. You do something, you get something in return. So at the end of the year, the kids bring back their gently used or worn or worn clothing, and we'll have something for them, whether it be um, some point monetary something. But like, if they donate their clothes to somebody else, we like give them an incentive. Oh, I love it! And it's so, so everyone like, why we in the yep. 
And especially fifth grade. So, so, so our fifth graders, right. going, our rising sixth graders, we had tons of clothing from them. And so they'll go right. to the, they'll go to the, to the fourth, to the fourth graders, upcoming fifth graders. You know what? And I, I, some people think I'm a downer. I'm not. I'm a realist, and I've just been in a, a bad school, I guess you could say, for so long that mm-hmm. uh, some of my kids dress themselves, and they be so dirty sometimes. And it's no, yeah. you know, it's not their fault. I don't right. think they could pass them clothes. You said gently used. Like, it's a lot of my kids that's wearing the same shirt. But I know that it's people that could do that. I know it's possible. So yes, try it. Yes, absolutely. Try it. So at your school, let's talk about teacher dress code now. Um, what does it look like at your school? Are they strict with teachers as they are with children? Have you ever experienced or seen any bias uh, with teachers dressing Okay. Getting away with it, I guess, and maybe some people are, some people are not. So we have a dress code, business casual. Casual, however, mm-hmm. there are some shapely teachers in there that mm-hmm. their clothes a little tight, tight. You know, you could. Uh, and <laughs> our fifth graders, you know, they're going through homos and stuff. So I don't know if that's a good idea, but um, yeah, we 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 have a dress code, business casual. But again, we have some shapely teachers. And we also have some teachers that don't remember the finger next to the to the knee rule, and so you yeah. know their skirts and dresses are high. And, but you know they like it. I love it. But I know that I have to represent my school and my students, and most importantly my children. So I leave my club outfits for the club. So what's your personal style? When you getting ready for work tomorrow, what are you putting on? Uh, pencil skirt. Uh, collar shirt. I may put on some heels, but I'm going to have some slacks just in case, you know, I need to come down a notch or I need to break, right. break up a fight or two, but um, very business casual. Um, no cleavage. I don't do that because I'm, I'm busty, but I don't I don't do that. No. Especially when I'm wearing a badge that has my county on it. I, I can't do that. <laughs> That's good to hear. My personal style with, with the listeners are probably going to hear as many people as I talk to. But but because I'm talking to you for the first time, this there this is gonna be there multiple times hearing me speak. But <laughs> I I am very heavily tattooed. I have red hair and people judge me just by how I look. So even if really? I have on the nicest clothes, it doesn't matter. But um That's I don't wear I'm a I'm a larger woman. So mm-hmm. there are many things that many people could point out. However, I just had the highest um reading and math scores for our district test in the grade level when we left in May. Oh, thank you. But guess what? Y'all worried about what, what I got nothing on. And I don't dress. That, but nothing I don't dress inappropriately. Mm-hmm. I have, um, like you said, I have some polo shirts, some collar shirts. They have my name stitched on them. I mm-hmm. don't wear um, khaki pants. I ain't going to lie to you. I had mm-hmm. After I had my baby, I still be wearing my maternity pants. <laughs> And I wear sneakers every day. If you see me in a dress or something, it must be kindergarten graduation or mm-hmm. something's not happening today. And I know, you know, we tell you it's something. <laughs> or it's super hot because I'm used to working at school with no air conditioning. So it's super hot and I'm just over it. I'm sorry, I'm what? No <laughs> but we're not talking about that today. Okay, we're not talking about that today. Okay, yes, we're not talking about show. school disparity and another topic. <laughs> Okay. Wow. So they worry about um, the hair. They should be calling somebody about the air. So they worry about the hello. hair. Take off the age and worry about the air and not the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, mm, let me stop. I was about to make a joke. Let me stop. Okay. So our hot button question is about 
parent in the building dressed inappropriately. What's the worst thing that you've seen? So many. Um, and whatever you say to me is going to be interesting because y'all have such a strict student. Dress right. <laughs> right. So tattoos all over the face. Oh. This is probably going to give away my school too, but I don't care. Tattoos all over the face and um, no undergarments. So, you know, busty women, yeah. you know, just hanging. And um, we have a, a parent um, that doesn't wear shoes. Oh. No she's shirt, no shoes, no service. She she she's taking it back to the motherland. Um, is she of possibly African descent, like Africa? African. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Okay, no. you just doing you thugging it. You thugging. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. And is it because you choose to, or do we really Absolutely. know that you cannot? Okay. No, we 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 just choose to. Sometimes. You know, we got to throw that out there. I don't want people to just think I'm out here ragging on folks. I want, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. But no, no, that is, that is a, that is a preference. The, 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 the madness behind it, I don't know. We don't know. We just kind of, we can just kind of tilt our head to the side and say, okay. Uh, do you think there should be some type of policy in place for parents that, that doesn't like infringe on their rights? Like, ooh, honey. What like to me, yes, school is a place of business, but you're coming to our business. So what do you what do you think? Good luck with trying to do that because our parents we will we get we get cursed out for um their their kids being suspended because they done fought five days in a row straight and after us trying numerous times to de escalate, to just redirect everything under the book and not send the baby home. But you've been fighting for five days and, and but their mom wants to then be upset with us, so no. Good luck. And they probably to aren't getting suspended for one day. Like, oh wow. yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that would definitely not fly with us. No, 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 no. No, we have, we have. I don't say what we have, but no, that wouldn't fly with us. Mm-mm. Good luck. But with we got. And I, I work at. A, uh, I've been at similar places. But wh- where do we start? Because if we have to, we have to set the example. We are already setting the example. We the mama and the daddy. And okay. we got to dress a certain way. So you go home to that, and then they bring it up to the school. You just negating everything that I just tried to instill. Mm-hmm. So at what point are we going to make them be role models at a, a place of business? Because the school is a business. Absolutely it is. Well, you know what? Government funds, public funds, it's a business. So That's if right. you want to go to a job, you have to dress for whatever they got going on to talk, even talk to them. So yep. why wouldn't we why wouldn't we make them make them see that the same way we have workshops for them to get their resume and mm-hmm. to work with their kids? Let me learn how to come up here. We're not asking you to put on a business suit, ma'am, because we know you probably don't own one. However, right? Can't just put on some undergarments. Take that bonnet off. Undergarments. Let's yeah. just do that. Because it's listen, underwear, maybe public service announcement: bonnets are not hats. No. If what a hat? If you pull a if you pull your bang out of the bonnet, it's still, you just have a bonnet on with the bang. Yeah. <laughs> just wear a hat and a little lipstick. It's some real shoes and come on in. <sighs> yeah. Come um, on in. Yes. Please and thank you. I, I really respect parents that wear their uniform because they got to come to work, whether we called them or not. It's becoming your uniform. I really feel the way because a lot of parents that I've interacted with won't even show up. And you don't even work, and then when you do come, you look like you don't work. 
Mm-hmm. So I can't take you seriously about your child because you look like that. Exactly. And, and you, you know, I feel bad for the babies, too, because the older ones, too, you, like, you can see their face. They be looking like, really, mom? They be just, like, oh, just ready to walk out the door. Mm-hmm. See, the babies, they don't know them. They just be like, oh, hey, mom. But when they start to realize <laughs> that other people, I guess in I guess it starts in elementary school, when you realize other people's moms come up here looking nice, Mm-hmm. They put a little grease on their heels before they put them flip flops on. Yes. I had one of my students say, I had one of my students say, I wish my mom was dressed like you, Miss G. Oh. I said, oh. I said, fashion over, honey. Hello. <laughs> it's rainbow. <laughs> I ain't balling. I'm a teacher. But at the end of the day, you know, you make the clothes. They don't make you. And and I think I'm, I I just read an article about that that the listeners probably just listened to before I insert this clip in. So Miss D, thank you so much for um being on my show. Thank today. you. And, and by the way, I have red hair too, so whatever, honey. All right then. Thank you so much. Rock I got my third degree. I throw that in your face all day. What you got yes. going on? Exactly okay. right. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at my hair, honey. That I, I'm not. They ain't they ain't hear the India Ivory song. I'm not my hair. It don't Play matter because they they come. This call is now being recorded. All right, and my next guest is a, a brand new doctor in ed- of education. <laughs> so, welcome, <laughs> Doctor K. How are you this fine summer day? I'm good, and you? <laughs> I'm awesome. I'm trying to enjoy the little bit of summer that I have. Likewise. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, tell us about how long you've been in education, what you teach, and uh, the last school you, you're at or whatever, the demographic of the school. All righty. So this year I completed my ninth year in education. Next year I'll make year 10, meaning I'm vested. Um, I have taught middle school. I've taught seventh grade English. I currently teach ninth grade English. I've taught adult education um, at a technical college. Um, and I've tutored elementary through college age students as well. So I guess that's just a breakdown of, you know, what makes me qualified to speak on this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> the, the last or the current school that you are at or whatever school you want to describe, because, you know, we've worked at different places, um, how would you describe the demographic of that school? Okay, so the current school that I work at, uh the vast majority of the population is going to be African-American. Um, so every school in the district that I'm in, we receive the grant by Michelle Obama, which, you know, gives all the students uh, free lunch. So it used to be that we would deem the particular school that I work at um, having a high population of free and reduced lunch recipients, but now all the students are getting it at the particular school I work at. Um, I guess to give you a better idea, it is a Title I school, which means there's a high population of students who suffer uh, economically. Is it public or charter? It's a public school. Um, We are what we were. I don't know if we still are, but at one point, for a number of years, we were the second biggest high school in the state of Alabama. So, okay, thank you. <laughs> All right. So, for that school, what is their dress code, and is administration consistent with uh, implementing it 
Okay, so we do wear uniforms in the district as a whole, but every school has their own set uniform policy. At this particular school, the freshman students, they wear white shirts and khaki bottoms, and then all of the other students, which would be 10th, 11th, and 12th graders, they wear green shirts and khaki bottoms. Stop, stop, because that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because... Exactly. And okay, then with the 10th, 11th, and 12th graders all wearing the same green shirt, how can I distinguish, you know, this is a 10th, 11th, and 12th grader? Because, I mean, nowadays, all of our students, you know, they're a little bit healthier. They're a little bit bigger than, you know, yeah. <laughs> what, um, you know, society deems, you know, is healthy or, you know, as far as weight is concerned. So that makes it a little bit challenging as well, the fact that all the 10th, 11th, and 12th graders have on the exact same thing. But as far as the uniform policy, um, implementing it from administration, in my school, there is a trend. At the very beginning of the school year, everybody's on board. We're all, you know, in high spirits. They're implementing (laughs) it. And then I'll say maybe a month is like it's whatever. Okay. Honestly, and I'm a I'm a rule follower. If you tell me to follow a rule, like the students know when they come in my class, they have to be in uniform. But when they go to their next period class, they take the shirt off, they go back to, you know, whatever they want to do, which to me, you know, that lets the students know there's no consistency amongst mm-hmm. the faculty. I mean, everyone's not implementing it, and I, I oftentimes look like the bad guy. But I guess you got to pick your battles as a teacher. Like, do I need you to really be in here looking like that, or do I need you to just pay attention to what the hell's going on? I, I think I, I, I feel like that because of the population that I have been in contact with the most. So we're just glad to see you here, even though your shirt dirty and you done wore it twice this week already. I'm just happy that you're here. And you're not in uniform either. And we can't really send you home because of attendance. So, uh uh, and that's this elementary school. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. So have you been at this place long enough to see if the uniforms have cut down on any type of uh, bullying or, well, I could clearly see once you said about the T-shirt color, the shirt color. Ridiculous. <laughs> so what do you see there with that? So I'll give you a, a scenario. I'll paint a picture. So. In my freshman English class on day one, I'll have, let's say I have a class of, I'll give you my average class of 30. I have a class of 30. 20, I'll say 22 of the students may be true freshmen in white shirts, and then you have those eight students in green shirts who are repeaters. So that automatically kind of sets the tone that, you know, I'm older, I'm bigger than you all, I'm a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more grown, you know, that automatically kind of intimidates those true freshmen coming in. And this is something frequently in in the majority of my classes. Yeah. Hmm. All right, let's switch it up. Let's talk about teacher dress code. Now, people (laughs) that's listening, I know this person. I've seen this person dress. Bitch, you look good, okay? I haven't seen every single outfit that she wore every single day. But from what I see... (laughs) It's professional and it looked and it looked good. Okay, so <laughs> well, thank what is you. the teacher dress code like at your school? 
and have you seen any bias, whether it be something you've seen between among other people, or you if something happened to you uh, in comparison to somebody else? Okay, so I'm going to speak. Okay, so one thing I'll go ahead and throw out there in my school or in the district as well, there's no consistency as far as leadership. So I've been at this school seven years, and I've had a couple of different principals. So when I first initially got there, I am an African-American woman with curves, so I'm very aware of that, so I always disguise them. My principal at that time, she had a problem with that. Even if you dress appropriate, I mean, you can't help your body type. She would yeah. oftentimes send the females home. I mean, you can be, you know, the, you know, correct fit cardigan, you know, over your mm-hmm. clothes, whatnot. She would just still send you home. I don't know if that was an insecure, an insecurity she had, but I remember being that teacher to get sent home. What was her uh, suggestion? Had you ever asked her for a suggestion of what to wear? Just like I'm oh. that asshole. Well, give me a picture of what you would like for me to wear. Okay. I, well, what I, was, did I, she I have, and what she would like you to wear, she um, she was an older lady, so she wants you to oh, wear like pantyhose. Uh-huh. And she even suggested to one teacher to wear a slip. <laughs> <laughs> we can see your panties. That's why. Not she went as far to uh, suggest to one teacher to wear a slip. Now, I mean, I, they I don't. That I thought, still? <laughs> they still do sell slips, <laughs> but oh. she was an older she was an older lady. Okay. But as far as dress code for teachers for the school in the district, we're supposed to be wearing business casual on a daily basis. Now, I'll tell mm-hmm. you, currently we have a new change in leadership. It's a male. Um, and a lot of teachers, honestly, what I see on a daily basis, they're inappropriate. There's a fine line between, you know, business casual, business professional, and a lot of them, they more so ride the or they straddle the line of just trying to be stylish. And a lot of times it's impacted our students because in, on a set Monday, we have, I think it's like second Monday every month, the students that are in the career tech program, they have to wear business casual. And I always often tell my students, especially my young ladies, they'll always ask me, you know, should I wear this, should I wear that? And I'll ask them, you know, would you be comfortable going on the interview with that? Remember, you want the interviewer to pay attention to what you're saying, you know, not what you're wearing. And I'll also ask them, would you see me wearing that? But mm-hmm. I feel like they can't go to all their teachers and ask them that because a lot of their teachers are inappropriate. I mean, when mm-hmm. I say inappropriate, bodycon dresses, mm-hmm. uh, five and six inch heels. I mean, a lot of them are inappropriate. So I can see why the students are confused. Yeah. Um, what is your, well, you kind of already told us, but what is, give us a little bit more of your personal style. You getting ready to go to work tomorrow. What are you putting on? All right, so I'm that teacher. I like to be stylish. Um, that's just my personality. Um, with me, and this is just because of my body type, I always wear a cardigan. It can be 90 degrees outside. I'm always going to put some type of cardigan or blazer over whatever I have, and that's just me kind of disguising my curves. And I teach um, I teach uh, high school males, so I know how that can be. So I'm always, if I wear a dress, it's at least mid-length. Um, if I wear pants, I try to make sure they're not too tight, but they fit. Uh, and, but I always have some type of cardigan or something on. 
as far as shoes, I may do a heel, I may do a flat, I may even do a sandal, but it's something that I can, I'm comfortable with on my feet the majority of the day. Right. All right. So our hot button issue is about parent dress code. So please share with us <laughs> what is the worst, the most outrageous thing that you have seen in your school building with a parent? Um, a hair bonnet, um, what was it, like a cheetah print, very, very, very fitted catsuit with no undergarments mm-hmm. underneath. What kind of shoes she had on? I'm trying to, I'm picturing it, I'm sorry. <laughs> they were some what? house shoes. Ew. Okay, so you walk around the house in this kitty cat. Okay. <laughs> um, do you, I'm pretty sure she probably wasn't coming to see you, but do you know what type of business she was conducting? Like while she was there? And I hate to say because I don't. I'm not a parent basher because I believe you know parents. You know they're the children's biggest and first teacher. But she was there to get a cell phone. That's one thing parents always come to school for is when right. we confiscate cell phones, they'll come like immediately. So she was there trying to get her child's cell phone. Hmm. Interesting. I have definitely <laughs> called. There should be something in place for uh, parents. Because school is a, a place of business, and they are mm-hmm. coming to a place of business to discuss some type of business. So what do you think? <sighs> okay, this one I'm uneasy speaking on because I remember there was a big uproar about this school that went viral because they pretty much banned hair bonnets and all of that. But, I mean, I don't want to police people in their dress and, you know, their freedom of expression, but as a right. adult, We have to set the example. So I don't want to say there should be a dress code per se, like you have to wear pants, you have to wear this, the shorts have to be this length. But I guess there needs to be some type of policy or some type of understanding where you have to look presentable and maybe we have to define what presentable is. Um, I wouldn't say business casual because, I mean, Come on, what parent wants to come up in slacks and a card again when they can just throw in some jeans and a shirt? But but we can't um, even throw think... on jeans and a shirt, doctor. That's the problem. We can't throw on jeans and a shirt. We gotta <laughs> we gotta put on the cat suit. Okay, we gotta have a cigarette <laughs> hanging off the back of our ear. We ain't even brush our yeah. we holding our hand over our mouth. Come on. <laughs> but you want to have a full conversation in the middle of the school day about your child? No. It's not okay. I've been in scenarios like that, and it's hard to take the parents serious, to be honest. Exactly. It's very hard to take them serious. And, you know, you don't want to stereotype. You definitely don't want to judge people. But then you kind of start connecting the dots of why, you know, we may be having this dress code issue with little Johnny or whomever it may be. You start kind of connecting the dots and... Honestly, you don't take the parents serious at all. I um, I probably said this multiple times because, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking to different callers. But everybody's listening to the call, but I'm talking to different people about the same thing. So you know how I look, and you've seen how I dress or whatever mm-hmm. at school and videos and stuff like that. And there are people, clearly, that judge me for what I look like and not what my accomplishments and I, I pride myself on defying those odds because there I don't come to work unprofessional, but because I am so heavily tattooed, it's kind of like whatever I put on, you're just going to have to take me for, for, for what I got going on. 
So it's it's kind of not the same thing because I don't come to work unprofessionally. I have my own uniform. My chest is never exposed unless it's addressed, and it's it's never low cut to where you can see any kind of cleavage. But I do have a tattoo on my chest, so very mm-hmm. sparingly do I be like, okay, I ain't gonna wear this dress. Maybe once a month, and it's really it's just peeking out. I I like to set the tone in my classroom to the point where the first month of school, you don't even know I have tattoos. It's mm-hmm. hard to do when you work at a school that don't have air the first month of school. Last year, one like that when I was pregnant. Thank you, Jesus. I hope <laughs> it's the same this year. It was easier, you know, to put on a jacket or wear your old sorority jacket and just throw it on or whatever. You can't do that when it's 89 degrees inside, too. Yes. <laughs> um, by the time children start realizing, hey, you got tattoos like my mama, or hey, you, that, that's exactly what they would say. It, you, I've already started teaching you. I've already set my standards. So however you want to judge me now, you know, I've already set my rules. So why are you talking while I'm talking? We ain't even talking about that. I think people fail to realize, you know, teachers are humans as well. When they leave work, they go to the movies. They get tattoos. And, I mean, society slowly is starting to come around and realize that because, honestly, tattoos, dreadlocks, things like that aren't being policed as much. Like, even the military now accepts, you know, mm-hmm. soldiers with dreadlocks in their hair. So I don't think tattoos and, you know, the hairstyles are too much of a problem. And I think they're a little bit more acceptable. But, I mean, I commend you on, you know, setting that that tone from the beginning before, you know, you show, I guess, your true self. But, I mean, I, honestly, I don't think you even have to do that because we're humans as well. And that helps you connect with your students and establish rapport. Hey, I'm a human as well. I got a tattoo as well. So I agree. I, mean, I, have, I have tattoos as well. They just happen to be in places that are easily right. concealed. They just happen to be there. But I do agree. However, it's difficult to reach our population in that grade level at, at the age of five when you've mm-hmm. never been to school before, you've never been to child care before, so everything is easily distracting to you. I don't need my body to be a distraction to you in the beginning. And mm-hmm. and I've noticed that it works best in teaching kindergarten to do it the way I'm doing it. And then I not wear whatever, but I can wear my usual uniform with my pants, sneakers, and my short sleeve polo shirt with my name sits on the side every day like I usually do. Because now it may be new to you, but, you know, it's, it's business as, as I taught you business runs in here. You don't talk while I'm talking. We ain't talking about that right now. We stand on topic and keep it moving. I commend and, you on it. And, I mean, it may vary because of the age differential as well. I not mean, even you, that, like, but the population. Because which, and you know the, the uh, what you call it, uh, their, their, um, their ability to, 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 to be on a topic for a certain amount of time, their, their attention span is mm-hmm. so horrible when school starts. You could be talking to them and they just stop looking at you and look over. So, you know, it, it, it's very non-existent. So I really can't afford to have anything extra other than me talking to you and you listening with your ears and looking at me with your eyes. I agree. You don't want to. I agree. You don't want to have any other distractors. Yeah, they're touching on their own clothes. They got to pee every two seconds. You know, we got to redirect every few minutes. So I don't. I don't want to be the person. The reason why you're redirecting from me, and I need you to listen to me and look at me, but you're not looking at me. 
Bless you and your patience. <laughs> Bless so I you. I found a formula that worked, and then you, later on, I noticed like as I'm as I'm uh, having conversation with parents or whatever, they'll see it later and be like, "I didn't even know you were said it like that." And I just be like, "Yeah," and I keep moving with the conversation because we ain't talking about that right now. Just like I do your time. Exactly, I agree. So that has no relevance. Just works for me in that in that place in that regard. So I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being a guest, and congratulations, doctor. I don't know if that's in the cards for me. I'm tired. My money is is low. Find a way. Find a way to keep pushing. We'll see. This is a nice break, though. (laughs) Doing this podcast is nice. I still get to do research, so, you know, I'm still on my – I still get to do it just without fighting so hard. (laughs) Well, I commend you, and I've been enjoying a lot of your episodes, so I'm one of your listeners. So I commend you. So keep keep going. I mean, it'll grow bigger and bigger. Stay encouraged. I mean, people are listening. You think you probably may get discouraged sometimes, but just keep going. Well, thank you so much, and enjoy the rest of your summer. If you ever want to be a guest again, if you see a topic that sparks your interest, just send me a DM. Will do. Enjoy yours, too. Thank you. Bye, girl. <laughs> Bye. This call is now being recorded. All right, so we're going to welcome our guest, Mr. E. How you doing on your fine summer afternoon, sir? Uh, wonderful, wonderful. Probably going to hit the pool up later. I know that's real. All right, so tell us about how long you've been in education, what you teach, and tell us about, like, your school demographics, how things look at your school. Well, I've been in education for about seven years. Um, let's see, the grade level, you know, I'm certified CK through 12. I teach music slash band and my school demographics. I have mostly taught poverty level or below poverty level schools, all Title One schools. Okay. Um, so for you know, as you know, for this episode, we're talking about dress code for everybody. So we're going to start off with students. Does your school have a dress code for students? Uh, the school has a dress code that goes by the same dress code as, you know, the people that put it in charge. But is it enforced? Eh, it's like a hit or miss every now and then. What is it that they have to wear? Uh, they're supposed to wear um, khaki bottoms and either a white, yet gold, you know, a polo collar. Sure. So, you know, they they hit or miss with the pants because, you know, kids have found a, a, a loophole. They'll wear joggers or not supposed to wear jeggings or tights or sweatpants, but they do. Like, even coming there with, like, a whole Adidas bottom on, but it's khaki. And I'm like, that's, that's those are not khaki pants, y'all. Those, those are Adidas pants. Those are joggers. What are the penalties for um, violating the dress code? So, okay, they got the joggers on, they got the tights on today. What what happens? What usually happens and what's supposed to happen? Um, let's see. They're supposed to put them in detention. Uh, they're supposed to put them in detention. That don't normally happen. They, you know, some people don't wear the same. They don't follow dress code any days of the week, and they still speak to administrators and keep walking. Uh, one point in time when it was dress out day, people dressed out and didn't pay. They started making them pay a dollar every time they're out of uniform. 
Okay, I was just is that like, ethical? Huh? Is that ethical? It goes, um, somehow they did it, it goes towards general funds, uh, and then they use their funds to buy pants. So oh. they can get caught without without pants. They already bought some pants with the money they have got from the students and they make them switch out their pants. Okay. I can see it. I can see what they did there. Um, have you been at that particular site long enough to see if uniforms have cut down on bullying or if they serve a purpose other than let's just all look alike? Um, I was at one place for two years and the uniforms really didn't it really didn't cut down on the bullying because they didn't make them order the uniforms from the same place. So you know how some you know, some of us are some parents, well, you know, I don't wear cheat stuff, so my child ain't going to wear cheat stuff. So you got some kids wearing cheat stuff. You know, it fades easier over time or if it don't get washed correctly. Then you got some parents that's paying for Gucci and Polo. So it still is ways to single out, you know, different children based on their income level because I might have Aeropostale alone, this person might have Polo, but then you got Faded Glory that's from Walmart. Mm-hmm. So it really did help cut down on a bullying. You know, sometimes it made it even worse. I think that it's natural for, I want to say us because we work at school, but it's natural for people or children to want to, okay, so I know I have to wear this uniform, so what can I do to this uniform to make me stand out? Like, right. in my mind, I'm thinking about Coraline, which is like one of my top ten favorite movies. That girl just wanted her mama to buy her some gloves. Now, her mama ain't had no money. And she wasn't explaining it to her daughter, and that's okay. Some people share finances with their kids, and some people do not. But she should have seen that. No, they eating what uh, mustard and ketchup wraps for lunch. Anyway, she just wanted those gloves because she was like, everybody's going to have the same boring gray clothes, and I just want to have these gloves. So that makes me think, like, how strict are some people's policies? Can you wear the socks that you want to wear? Like, I know, like, Ryan Fox Academy, those kids be having, like, uh, striped socks. They're, like, cute little socks, and they can probably wear whatever shoes they want as long as they're black, like, all black or whatever, something like that. Like, unless your dress code is to the T, I don't think you're stopping individuality because we still look how we look. We can wear the same clothes. I might still talk about your hair, your face, your nose, your ears. That's just my personal right. They're just learning how to jones. They just learning how to talk about folks. They, they, it don't matter. <laughs> no, I do agree. You stinky poo-poo head or something like that. It's like, okay, y'all yeah. understand it. But um, in, mo- in some cases, um, like my brother was fortunate enough to go to a private school. And, you know, they had to wear strict uniform, like, they wear khaki bottoms. They had to have a blue blazer, white shirt, red tie. And it was like a certain brand of shoes they could wear. Um, still, you know, you still have bullying, but they didn't have as many fights because, yeah. first of all, you're not ruling in this blazer. I just had to buy it. It cost too much. Hello. Like, yeah, it cut down a lot of fights then. Like, if you have a strict dress code, I can see that it's working. But the dress codes I have worked with, they don't really, they don't really work because, because, My you know, thing is, you teach in K through twelve. Why is it? Why is the punishment to go to detention now? Because of what you got on, you singling me out to not learn, so now I gotta go to detention. That don't make sense. I don't agree with half of them, but then they start <laughs> making the pants. 
get off of work and come pick them up. Parents started getting mad. Like, you making me get off work. And they was like, well, make sure your, your child got the right clothes on. Like, if you go to work and you don't have the right clothes on, you either going to get fined, rolled up, or sent back get home. Back. Mm-hmm. Just like you got to get them and send them back. Now, I do agree that you have to do some unusual things. You have to you have to make parents have a certain type of reaction to make them do what it is that you need to do, need them to do for their child. Right. So like, when you mess with a parent's money. To be upset, that upset is going to push them to, you know what, I'm not going to get off work again. And I, I can't leave no more. I'm going to lose my job. Put some damn pants on and let's go. Put that right, belt on right. the right way. Fix your shirt, tuck it in, whatever it is that you're supposed to do. Because we can't afford to lose no more money. Now, until we start hitting parents in their pocket, like you said, they charge them the dollar. Yeah, they start hitting them in the pocket. Whatever, whatever, whatever the case may be, it's not going to change to me. But we got to move on. We got to move on. What about y'all teacher dress code? Like, what are the what are the, the ladies in the Ooh, school? Like school? Oh, my goodness. I got, yeah. I got so much to say about that. That's. You might need another 30 minutes because the, the dress code says certain things. Like, both the students and the teachers say no leggings, mm. jumping, stuff like that. You're not supposed to wear it. You're supposed to be professionally dressed whenever you come to work. Mm. That is not the case. Uh, what have you seen? I've seen sundresses. You know, you see teachers panting lines and stuff. Mm. You're trying to have these, you're trying to have these boys trying to focus in class, but I'm looking at sisters walking down the hallway with her toes out, and I see her panel line. Like, yeah. I want to go to that class. I want to shoot my shot, even though it might be inappropriate. Well, that's um, like, see, when you teach older students, that's like asking. I, I teach. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. It's worse for, it's worse for some of the younger teachers. I taught in elementary school. I seen so many sundresses, and it says no sandals at all. So I guess they thought it was just like thong They can't even have a strap on the back. Like we can't wear flip right. at all. But you can if they have a if it's a sandal they have the strap, you know, to uh, so that if it, it can't fall off your foot basically unless you take it off. Like that's okay. But straight up foot flops, not at all. Man, I've seen uh not sort of blue jeans Friday. People wear blue jeans and leggings every day. They buy Maybe I wear blue them. jeans every day. I wish somebody would send me home. That's just me. I've been doing it all this time. You know why? Because I, I, why? I dress for war every day. I teach the bottom 5% in the state of Georgia in elementary school. It's rough. I got tennis shoes on every day. I got I, I basically wear a uniform, my own uniform, because they're five. You're not going to be stepping on my feet, chipping my tips, toenail polish, pulling on my clothes, getting paint and Sharpie and anything else on good clothes for what? That's just me. I sit on the floor with kids. I don't have time. I need to wear something functional to get the job right. done. I'm doing 10,000 steps in every day. If I dress cute, it's because I know we ain't going to do nothing today. Not nothing, but I'm not going to be on the floor. We're not going to be outside digging this. No. That's just me. But No, um, man. I get that, and that makes sense. But I've just seen, you know, pants being too tight, both students and teachers, like, mm-hmm. No halter tops or spaghetti straps, but you still see teachers wearing them. And they're like, oh, no, I'm putting my sweater on. But you see them taking their sweater off. And it's like, that's defeating the purpose. Uh, when it comes to the males. Uh, uh, put a T-shirt on and then their spaghetti 
whatever. And I've seen that a lot this summer when I was teaching uh, some program. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Because a lot of stuff I have in my closet, like I said, I choose to wear what I wear because of the type of environment that I'm in. But there's a way to wear it if you, if you want to wear it. It's going to look a little crazy, yeah. but if you want to wear it. Nah, I'm guilty there... of it myself. Sometimes I got, like, I ordered some Levi's signature pants. They're, like, really dark denim. Mm-hmm. And but I have like a, a fleece or cotton style tie, and I know I have a cotton shirt that I wear with it, and it's like modern, it's supposed to be like right. modern business something like it's. Uh, and I'm just like I wear it sometimes, like when I know it's like a chill day, but I got stuff I need to still look professional for just in case. Because the last two since I worked there, I used to see the mayor at least like once or twice a week, like other town. I like, definitely see hours a lot as well, but guess what? I'm ready for well. I don't care what nobody say. I got my, I got on what I got on. Do you notice? I know you're a guy, but do you notice any bias about women, like with their hair and nails? Like, do you know if there's a women, like, I'm not gonna say my school is strict about hair color. I interviewed with five red hair, and it's toned down over the years just because natural, you know, natural hair color, whatever does that. But. Uh, do you know if there's anything, any colors that can't be worn, or they probably don't have a nail thing because it's older well, than me. I forget do what I want with nails. I'm just asking for the people. <laughs> well, I know some schools that um they have seniors, but if you're in like certain programs, certain classes, they got certain dress codes for hair and nails. Mm-hmm. I've seen some teachers with some blue and green hair, hair that went green, went blue at the bottom. Yeah. And I was just like, that's your hair. I was like, I'm not going to say nothing about your hair because if I come to work one day and they say I can't have waves, I was like, <laughs> nope. I'm keeping my waves. I don't care what you say. Yeah. I, I mean, they used to say something about the years and stuff. Because of my shape. I, well, I had people tell me I had to go home because I had on shorts that were at the knee when we were allowed to wear shorts that particular day. And there was a girl, another teacher, light skin, real skinny, had on damn near coochie cutters up her ass crack, okay? And I said, what about her? And they said, we've already spoken to her. You got to worry about you. I said, I ain't going home. I live 45 minutes from here. They said, well, can you go to Walmart and buy some pants? I said, absolutely not. I get paid when you do. And that was the conversation I had at 7.15 in the morning with admin when other people got on shorts in here. But because I'm a larger woman and they fit however you feel like they fit, it's the problem. They weren't too short and they weren't too tight. You can't see my trousers. But you got her walking around here with literally Daisy Duke shorts, jean shorts, like a whole ruler past her knee. Up. Oh, yeah. I've been sitting home before, too. With some khaki shorts on. Like, I wear the khaki shorts every Friday when I go to my football game because it'd be hot in the beginning yeah. of the season. I got sent home saying I was too young to wear shorts, and then I walked back in the building, and it's like three, four, five coaches with shorts on. And I was like, but you sent me home? What? Too young. What kind of advice bullshit is that? That's not okay. Uh, it was some, you know, then we had problems after that. I was just like, I'm not doing it. I was like, unless you going to make them do it, I was like, don't even bring it my way. I was like, because the way I dress does not affect the way I teach or how my band performs. Hello. And, huh, 
Can you tell us real quick what your personal style is, like how you usually dress for work? Well, for work, um, if it's Monday through Thursday, um, my stuff varies. Some days I might wear khakis and a polo shirt. They all different colors. Or I might normally on Mondays I wear a button down shirt with tie. Like first week of school, I might go a week button down ties. And I might go another week with just polos or something. But any performance or anything we gotta do to appear in public, I normally always have a tie or I have the school logo shirt that I made for the band on. Like I always dress professionally because I like to teach most of the males that are in the band, I always teach them, like, look, you might feel the way that I dress right now is overkill, but in the end of the day, if somebody else from another school see me and see that I'm well-kept and put together, they might try to hire me. Hello. Like, you might see a female or something in college, and you well-dressed, put together, and you smell good, she mm-hmm. might approach you. I was like, if you look like a thug, you probably on the track hood, hood rat tough, or you be hood rich all your life. But if you dress for the occasion that you want to be and how you want people to treat you, they might treat you differently. That's true. So, I, and I'm trying to break that stigma because I've had people tell me, oh, I don't want you to teach my child. That's funny. I thought Future's nephew. I don't know how she found out about me because I'm, te- I'm just teaching kindergarten in a, a, little, a little elementary school people don't even know about in the cut somewhere. And... I've had people request me for their child, and I don't even, I've never met them in my life. You know, elementary, uh, kindergarten is the first grade of elementary school, so it's not like I talked to a little sister, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, somebody had me and your family before you. Probably not. So because somebody doesn't want me to teach their child because of what I look like, that that's kind of what prompted me to do this particular um, segment. Not even just dress code because I know hair is part of dress code for women and sometimes for men. But um, real quick, we got to get to our hot button question uh, about parent dress code. What is the most inappropriate that you've seen a parent in your building? Oh, oh this past year, uh, I've seen a parent come in with, uh, I think it was a house shoes. It was Nike slides. And... It was literally, it was literally, um, oh, how can I put it? Um, there were some Avenger boy shorts that we sold at Walmart, and they were so small, you could think they were underwear. And she just had on a little small halter top, and, like, the boys was about to fall out with no bra and a bunnet on them. And she was like, hey, my love. And I was like, whoa. I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, oh, my daughter just loves your class. She comes home and practice every day. Give me a hug. I was like, well, no, I can't hug you. My wife wouldn't no. like that. Do you think that should be some type of policy for parents that come that, like, loose? Like, not loose, but that's extreme. Like, um, There should be a dress code. Some type of policy for them coming in. Like, if you're coming in the school to conduct business, it's business. So how should a parent look? I feel it's like if the parents at work, if the parents at work and the parent come from work to conduct business, I don't have a problem with your uniform and work. That's your uniform work. You got to go back to work. So there's no problem with that. But if you're off and it's just a day off, you should at least, by minimum, at least have shorts that come past the knee or at least to the knee. And you need to have on a collar shirt, not a collar shirt, or a t-shirt. No hold to stop, no spaghetti. 
Maybe a bra, like, ladies. You Maybe. need a bra. You, you need, no, you if need you one. Them, you need to have one today, that day. Underwear is a must because I've seen pants wearing dresses and stuff with no underwear. And and I just feel like, you know, sometimes, like, when I be at work and I meet parents and see parents, it's like, like, they roll out of bed and they just come and they don't even try to check themselves. And I'm just like, thank God for my mama. She used to make me late to band practice sometimes, but she'll get dressed and then come. My and then parents the always talk about how their kids, um, you better not embarrass me. Ma'am, you come to a parent embarrassing your damn self looking like that. And then everybody wants to know, oh, who's parent is that? And I'm looking like, oh, damn, that's my kid, mama. So she makes me look bad, too. Oh, you the teacher with the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad on yeah. everybody's part. But they, but, but a lot of parents feel like, why should I have to dress away? Well, ma'am, this is still a... I feel like it's still a place of business. You have to dress your child a certain way to come. We have to dress a certain way to be around your child and be here. And you want to come in here and talk to us in our place. So why not dress to where we can talk to you and not talk about you? That's, that's ooh, yes, dress so we can take you seriously. If you dress and look yeah. crazy, we're going to treat you with a degree of craziness. Like anything she says, I'm just taking with a grain of salt. But I don't know. Along with how you dress, it, it gives people a perception of how you're going to act or how you what you're going to do. I've been judged before just because, you know, of what I wore to work. And I've had children taken out of my class because of where what I wore and what school I came from. And I was just like, that ain't got nothing to do with how I teach. Or me as a person, you saw that I had an Alabama State shirt on, and you went, oh, no, I don't want that child in your class. Mm-hmm. But then you saw everybody else leaving my class and have fun and did the performance. It was like, oh, I want a child back in your class. What? No. No. Like, we're fools. You try to get me. No, I, I told her that. And it was true because I passed her all the recorders. I was yeah. like, we don't have any recorders. Like, if you want to buy one, you can. And I was like, y'all want to buy another one? I was like, I'm not buying any more recorders this year. I'm sorry. That's what you get. The same the same lady in particular that told me I don't want my child in your class, I said, I said, I'm sorry. I said, I got people on a waiting list that I don't even know anyway. Y'all have a good school year. People waiting to be in my class I ain't never even met. You know what that feels like? That's empowering. What do you What do you right. about me? My God. Right. Like, oh, my child know all their numbers and alphabets coming from this class. She the one there. Mm-hmm. My child speaks. My child is respectful. Like, my child, mm-hmm. no. If I let him go places with people, they was like, he said, yes, sir, and no, ma'am. He was so respectful. I was like, because he know better. He no, knows you come back to the house and said that he did something such. Oh, child. What you say? Go ahead and go into the room. Turn the TV off. I'll be there in a second. He won't do it again. <laughs> oh, the parents will say they're going to do something, and then they don't, and the child come back to school, and they be like, my mama didn't even do nothing. We went to the park and had ice cream. Oh. That's a topic Ooh. for another day. You should definitely uh, call back. Thank you for being a guest. I appreciate you. You enjoy the rest Anytime. of your time. And, Call uh, me whenever. All right. Thanks so much. All right. See you later. All right. Unfortunately, we still do not live in a society of that's tolerant enough. 
for people to dress how they want, respect dress codes for certain places, or treat teachers like human beings with the same rights. I shouldn't have to cover the profanity on the shirt of a father or ask a mother to pick up her ass cheek and put it away as my kids are only five and six years old. It's interesting to say the least that parents put so much effort into sending their kids to school out of uniform and they're the same ones that's coming to pick their kids up with a bonnet on with boy shorts. You teachers dressing provocatively, especially in the upper grades, are just asking for trouble. There's no saving you. I guess you want to be the next uh, Lifetime movie that they overplay. Even though dress code is a factor, allow your talents to shine so brightly that people don't even notice the fabrics on your back. Because at the end of the day, I just came to teach. And that's it. And you can't even pay me enough for that shit. Until next time. Thanks, guys.